Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the Third and Masala Fantasy Football Podcast. Introducing to you now is our infamous host, Tejas Ramalingo. Everybody, welcome back to the third Masala Fantasy Football Podcast, COVID-19 2020 edition. Things are not looking much better, but, you know, they're going. Uh, I hope everyone's been staying safe and, you know, keeping sane during this kind of essentially an indefinite lockdown. So hopefully, hopefully things start getting better next year, but it looks like things are just uh, going to get a little worse unfortunately. But in the meantime, we do have football and basketball going on at the same time, which is a blessing. But we will have, uh, you know, one week from the time I'm recording this, exactly. Uh, the NFL will be starting and, you know, we've, we would have already drafted uh, and we'd be trash talking in the chat right now. Okay. Uh, so first thing I really wanted to talk about was, um, you know, the introduction of Michael. Um, Michael's a friend of ours. Uh, it's been, you know, he, we've been trying to get him onto the fantasy team for a little while now, um, and, you know, with Lev's spot opened up finally, with, well, not finally, but with Lev leave, deciding he wanted to take a moment away, you know, like, you know, I would say like a Brett Favre kind of retirement, potentially. He, you know, Michael kind of was able to come in and take his spot. Hopefully, Lev comes back next year, and then we start, re, you know, bring back our league to 12 teams. Uh, but for now... We're still a ten-team league, and you know we got our new uh, our new wild card. No one knows. Everyone I know everyone knows how everyone drafts. You know uh, we're sitting here making predictions. You know I already know uh, Russia is going to take this person or Kumar is going to take this person. I already know, but with Michael, that's a new mystery. Who knows? Maybe he takes Aaron Rodgers' first pick. Don't do that, please. Anyway. Um, but that's exciting. Always fun to have new people on board. And this is going to be his first time experiencing the podcast, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, outside of that, the next uh, order of business would be just to congratulate Abhishek on winning last year. It was a nail-biter. His uh, season looked in jeopardy with Dalvin Cook going down before the playoffs, but he was able to you know, eke out each win, and that bye week really helped him. Uh, but the last two wins he was able to pull out and eventually claim the trophy. Uh, I, for one, am very excited to see Ruchna reluctantly passing over that trophy to him on Sunday. And I will be there to film it and naturally post it in the chat. Okay. Um, outside of that, the, really the biggest thing is um, draft day is going to be September 6th, so this Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, be there. I know this this uh, league is not really one for auto drafting or anything like that. Everyone's usually there. Everyone's pretty competitive, um, and that's kind of what makes it fun, right? No one wants to be in a league where everyone's just auto drafting. I started a work league this year, and the first thing that came up, everyone was so excited, and then instantly two emails. I think I have to auto draft this year. I was like, well, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, so hopefully everyone comes. Make sure uh, you get your draft into, uh, draft ready. You know, Kumar, make sure you get your secret agent on uh, on your Bluetooth like you usually do. And, uh, you know, let's go. 
All right. So outside of that, um, I think we're going to kind of continue the same format as last year with the podcast. As far as the podcast is concerned, uh, we're going to have a guest come on. Um, we'll basically do the recording. I think usually we do the recording Tuesday night or Tuesday after, like evening. Uh, it's about an hour, hour and a half. Um, kind of go through you know power rankings, recaps, predictions, all that fun stuff, and then and trades, everything that happens in, in that league in the league that week for us. And then I'll split them up into two videos. You'll get your first half recap, second half power rankings, all that fun stuff. Um, I know it's going to be, we may, if, you know, we may just on the timing it comes out, if depending on, you know, if people are going to work or not, maybe we don't need to, you know, go live with the podcast at 6am. Instead, we can kind of do like the, 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 as soon as it's done, I can, I can put it out. Um, outside of that, so that's kind of the main thing for the pod. I know last year I did the spreadsheet and it was sort of helpful, but it was kind of hard. People, I think it was difficult for people to kind of, uh, lock down a, you know, future date, say, hey, yeah, October 20th, I'm ready, I'll be there, you know, I think it's it's hard to do that, so what I may do is just kind of, you know, play the field and try to see who can come on, uh, last year, you know, we got Lev, we got BZ, we got Abhishek, Kumar, I think even maybe Avnish was on, I think was Rushna on, maybe not, I don't think so, and if you were on, I totally, and I didn't mention your name, I apologize, um, but I think even Manus may, I don't think Manus was on this last year, but I think he was even, he was on, uh, the year before. So it has been fun. Uh, I think it's, it's always fun to have other people come in talking. So it's just not me talking to myself like it is right now or talking at you. Um, and I think we even had a couple of, um, podcasts last year where I didn't even say anything. I think it was led by like other people and that was fun. It's always good to get like fresh perspective. Otherwise, I'm just saying the same thing. Yeah, Will Fuller sucks. Don't draft him, you know. But anyway. Okay. So the next thing I wanted to do is the main bulk of it. I know I've just been talking talking nonsense for most of this draft or most of this podcast is the rule changes. So as I said, we're going to draft uh, on September 6th. Uh, for adjusting for COVID, we and I'll go. I'll probably get into that a little bit more in detail later. Um, but basically, instead of doing a flat pot at the end of the year to account for the fact that the season could just end at any time, we have the superlative piece that's kind of come in. Um, I think overall, more people wanted that. I would say more people wanted that, but it was not a hundred percent like, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. I think, you know, again, it's just a COVID rule. If people really love the way it plays out, um, you know, we can move, think about moving into next year. But for now, it's really just a COVID temporary rule. I know I've all, I've been wanting to do the superlative idea for a little while and thought it was really cool, but couldn't really find a good time or way to implement it. And I think COVID's the risk of a season ending, like week three, week four, kind of... Um, kind of give open wind open that window to kind of you know play around a little bit so hopefully people like it if not you know we'll uh we won't do it again okay the next thing is fractional kicking so yahoo just recently added the fact that uh, the ability to do fractional kicking so now uh, the way we would do it for michael also this is new in case you don't remember but we said um 30 yards and under is a is a for a mixed field goal is a loss of one point so that includes an extra point because I think extra point is twenty yards, and then 
every yard after every point. So th um, anything 30 to 40 is 3 points, 40 to 50 is 5 points, uh, 4 points, and then 50 onwards is 5 points. So now what we'll do is we'll do the fractional scoring. So 43-yard field goal be 4.3 points. A 49-yard field goal is 4.9. So you know you have like there's a pretty decent difference between a 49-yard 49 49 field goal and a 40-yard field goal, and they probably shouldn't be worth the same amount of points. Okay. And then another big change is we are switching down to half PPR. So I know that one is also 100%. That was one of the ones that was 100 plus percent split down the middle. Uh, really, I think it's worth giving a try. Half the P half PPR is generally a little bit more balanced because um, the way full PPR is set up is you, it's like receivers are you know they're good, but it really since we're since receivers across the board are kind of the same, it you know it doesn't impact them as much. But the running back it makes the first few picks just too good like. Christian McCaffrey, like, uh, you know, Christian, it's really just, it's, I feel like it's kind of like a Saquon, Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke nerf, to lack of a better word, really, like, does six catches equal a touchdown? Should six catches really warrant a touchdown? I don't think so, but I mean, again, half the people this year did not think so. Um... Luckily, no one wanted to go back to standard, so that's fun. Anyway, so that's kind of the gist of it. Half PPR... I would, if you guys have never played half PPR, just treat it like any like full PPR, but just know like, hey, you're just gonna get a little bit less than you normally do. But wide receivers still carry that huge value. You know, the top picks still carry that that huge advantage they have. Um, you know, it makes like Derrick Henry, who doesn't catch any passes, not as bad as he would be in full PPR, but he's still you know. So maybe his value goes up. Who knows? Josh Jacobs' value probably goes up. Things like that, but I don't think it really hurts any player. You know, Christian McCaffrey is now going to score 40 points a week instead of 45 points a week or 46 points a week. Okay. All right. So the next one, uh, it seems like the three wide receiver was not very popular. Uh, and by not very popular, only two people actually wanted it to be there again. Uh, it did definitely make it hard. If you did not have three studs or two studs, it, like, really made your um, wider, your life, like, very difficult on a week-to-week -week basis. Um, so what it looks like we people wanted was, hey, let's move that wide receiver into a flex spot. So if we have a running back instead or a tight end instead that we can throw in there, let's do that. At least give someone a little bit more flexibility around their roster. Uh, I think it'll make things a little bit easier this season. Um, so, be, you know, take it for what you will. In the end, COVID is really going to be the biggest, you know, gut punch potentially. Okay, bench spots. I know the bench spots we talked about, uh, what was voted on, uh, was split between six and eight, uh, and then the IR spots was kind of shuffled all over the place because we really weren't sure exactly how COVID was going to be handled by fantasy. Uh, but just last week, we did get confirmation, hey, COVID is going to be, like if a player gets COVID, they'll be able to be put on IR as far as fantasy is concerned. So that's huge. So what I just like kind of decided to do there is since the rosters, since the bench spots were split evenly, I will just say, hey, let's move it to six. Keep it the same as it always was, six bench spots. Um, you know, it, it will prevent like some stashing, uh, things like that. And then the IR spots will bump up to three. 
Uh, so three spots for co like, and this is not going to be like COVID specific spots. You know, if you want to use your three spots for players who are on IR, you know, go crazy. But it will like you know you could use that so that you you know if a player uh, gets COVID to you find out Sunday morning that the player gets COVID and you can't like you may not be able to plan to drop that person or maybe Saquon or Zeke or someone big or. You know, Camaro, who cares? So one of the top picks, your top picks kind of gets COVID, and suddenly you can't drop them, and then you you know, you know have a whole roster to fill. So I'm hoping these extra IR spots are available and useful in this situation. I don't know. If, I mean, there is very possibility, like in baseball, what happened was one team was had someone positive, so they canceled that game. So that's two teams worth of players can't without that didn't play. And then they went ahead and canceled the game of the team that last played them. So it'd be like man, that that so then that's four games that got or two games, four teams that got cancelled and suddenly four teams worth of fantasy players you can't play. So hopefully that will not this will kind of alleviate that a little bit. Uh, and then you know we don't have too many weeks where people just can't start someone. Um it looks like not many people wanted two QB so that's staying the same the trades uh, is saying the same. So what our trade process was was we proposed the trade. Get you know once the trade was accepted between parties, go ahead and post it in um, the fantasy the the WhatsApp group WhatsApp group, and then we can you know if people want to veto, they have the ability to veto. Okay, uh, and that's it really uh, for the draft order. The draft order we you know we already established if someone does not know their draft order please look at the chat because i don't have it on the top of my head right now okay so the biggest change i kind of want so the, i mean most of the covid changes you know we have kind of explained but the biggest change i wanted to talk about right now was as far as covid is concerned is the um, buy-in slash payment change so again the goal for this is temporary uh, and I know I typed out like a pretty lengthy description, but just to kind of elaborate on it a little bit more, make sure no one's confused. So the buy-in is going to stay the same, <clears throat> $60 across 10 people. So for the total pool, like the total money there would be 600 right? So what I did, we decided to do is essentially say, okay, let's keep 400 of that towards the winner prize pool. So imagine it essentially be like, what would... The payment if the buy-in was forty dollars, okay, and then we would say, okay, we set aside the other two hundred for superlative. So the reason we did this, I we kind of decided to do this was because you know it sucks that if you're like playing seven weeks and you're just going in and you're having a good time, season suddenly gets canceled, and you know we just refund all the money and then. It's kind of a waste. So I think it would have been fun to kind of give people still the opportunity to walk away with from this season with something, you know. And even if your team is trash, maybe you have a great week and you can still, like, win five bucks. Okay? So we basically what we did was there's 13 weeks. 13, and these are essentially regular season awards. So once the playoffs come, the superlatives end. Okay? So it's going to be 13 weeks uh, for the regular season, and there's going to be $15 allotted, allotted per week. That does leave an extra floating five dollars. Uh, I don't know. Uh, BK had some pushback. Uh, not just BK. A couple of people had pushback against giving that extra five dollars to the losers bracket. And I'm honestly fine 
you know, deciding later where it goes, whether we want it to go to the fourth place win a person or whether we want it to go to, um, maybe I was thinking you could even just give it to most total team points at the end of the year, a season. Whoever has the highest team overall points gets it. Um, so it's essentially like first seed would get it potentially. That's an option. Or we just throw that $5 on top of first place's pool. No, whatever. It's just five dollars. It'll it'll find its way somewhere to some place that needs it, and then um, so again fifteen dollars for three superlatives. It decided the superlatives were going to be biggest blowout, highest scoring individual player, and highest scoring defense. So I just want to explain my rationale behind this. And again, if someone is truly passionate about against one of these superlatives, just, just let me know, and you know you guys can probably come up with some other good ones too. Um, so biggest blowout. So the reason I did this was one, uh, originally this was actually going to be, I think, highest scoring team that year, that week, but we re I realized that like, if someone is the highest scoring team, it's also likely that they're going to also have the highest scoring player and also the highest scoring defense, you know, so a lot of times the person who, one person is going to end up getting 10 bucks, and, and it's going to be a little bit, um, kind of funky to go ahead and kind of manage that like how each person who's like if it's if we wanted to give it to the next place like how does that work so it's getting a little complicated so what I decided was like let's do biggest blowout you can have two really bad teams still have the biggest blowout right like someone scores 100 but someone is really bad and gets like 50 um, and if that happens you know 50 point blowout for them and they win even though they probably got the second lowest score in the week uh, highest scoring individual player, you know, a lot of times, I think a lot of weeks that probably will go to like CMC or Saquon or Zeke or uh, or like a big receiver, you know, that'll happen. But, um, you know, it's what it is, what it is. I think that's it. I think it's a good one. I think it's fair. It's it's some player like the good players have higher probability of getting it, but giving it to you. But it's not guaranteed by any means, you know. Uh, and then, like, the next one is highest scoring defense. Um, basically, Avnish would have won this almost every single week when he had the Pats defense last year. Um, and, the, yeah, so and one thing about the player and the defense, it's active players that are played. So not overall weak winners. So, for example, if, um, I don't know, the Colts defense scores 60 points one week, but no one has them on their team and they're sitting on the waiver wires, We'll just go to the next. It will be the highest defense out of the 10 that were played. Okay. So that's kind of the gist of that. And the way, and we wanted to set it to make it a little fair is to say, hey, let's make it so unless someone wins all three categories, let's keep it as um, one person can't win more. Than, basically, one person can't win two awards or two superlatives. So if a person gets. So the way we, the way we would work is okay. Let's say uh, I win for biggest blower and individual player. Uh, what we'll do is basically give two dollars. It will give five dollars to the winner of those two categories, and then we'll split two fifty to the second place of those two categories. So for example, if I won biggest blower and biggest individual highest individual player, I would give the second high. I would give I would take five dollars, and then I would give two dollars and fifty cents to the second highest in, uh, individual player and then the second biggest blowout if that makes sense so in that way there's no like 
there's no real guesswork involved. It's very like concrete. I think when it comes to money, you don't want to have like con like very subjective things. So in this situation, is a very objective this or this, and you know, no gray area. Um, so in that case, we can go ahead and and I, if you guys want, I was well, I was thinking of doing this. I was gonna keep like a, my own spreadsheet and just kind of keep keep tabs on how like how everyone is doing a week by week and then you know maybe we even maybe in the final podcast and be like man this person only won five bucks all year their team sucked that's why they got last place or man this person had first place but he didn't win that or he or she did not win uh that much money over the week because they just you know they didn't have any substantial like you know outstanding individual efforts you know um and so then, yeah, that's that's kind of the gist of it. So basically what would happen if uh, the season then gets canceled in the middle, since we've essentially allocated a budget to each week, we will take whatever's left over and add it to the total amount and then divide it by 10 and return that money back. So the example I used in my previous example was say it ends week two. That means we've only accounted for, you know, after, or rather say it ends after week two. We've only accounted for week one and week two's uh, superlative payments payouts so that's a total of 30 bucks outside of the, the original 200 right so we have the 170 remaining for the that was supposed to be allotted for the rest of the you know 12 week or 11 weeks so at that point I add that uh, 170 back to the total that you know set aside uh, prize pot of 400 and separate that divide that by 10 and then refund everyone for that amount so the example I use again so there was 170 left, added back to that 400 that we set aside for the winner, first, second, and third place winners. And then that's a 570, divide that by 10, 57 bucks. So in that case, week week two ends, you know, um, you know, season that you only get to play two weeks after everything, you know, then the people who won their money during those two weeks and did well get to keep it, great. And, but then everyone else gets their money back. So technically, season, the week, could the season could end week one and you would still you could still net a profit if you <laughs> over this this uh this league if you won one of the superlatives week one okay and then lastly uh once everything at the end using that four hundred dollars after at the end of the season during playoffs um to this payout is going to be First place two hundred forty dollars, second place one hundred twenty dollars, and third place will be forty dollars back. Now, if the season ends prematurely in the playoffs, so say it ends week fourteen or week fifteen, I think if we make it past week six or seven, like honestly, if we make it past week four, I don't see the season canceled being canceled at all. I really think it's the first couple of weeks that's going to be weary. Um, but again, that's a total ass pull. Uh, so anyway, if the season ends during the playoffs, I'm just not gonna give award a first, second, third, and then just refund that uh, like refund that $400 divided by two, so everyone gets 40 back, or divided by 10, so everyone gets 40 back. If the season ends sometime in the playoffs, okay. So I think there's I think uh, I think the goal of this was really like keep people like to keep some level of engagement during the uh, regular season, even with the stress of a season potentially ending and you could have a horrible week and lose but you could have a great individual performance and still get some money so that kind of i feel like that kind of gives you a little um a little comfort in that or like you know takes off the edge a little bit um 
but outside of that, I think we, you know, we're good to go. Low, I think there's low risk in the season, if, even though there's a lot of risk in being canceled. Financially for us, I think it's a low risk. And I didn't want to just like, re, um, you know, I just didn't want to return everything back, like do a full refund and then uh, kind of forget about the season. I think I think sports in general, especially during like how how much of a pain COVID has been. Uh, I think sports in general is like a nice thing to look forward to. So I don't want it to, I don't want like the season to end in the middle and then just erase everything that happened, you know, just throw it away. You know, I want something to show for that season. Uh, Cause that's kind of, we did, we had an NBA, uh, NBA uh, fantasy. I would have done great if we, you know, we kept it in the bubble. God, Jamal Murray, he was killing it. But, the season ended and then you know like all that time and you know effort we put during the year before it got canceled you know out the window so i kind of don't want that but you know what can you do anyway uh i again uh draft is on sunday 6 p.m try to be there a little early i will be there a little early for those of you in miami we're doing the cart we're doing the you know social distance distance and parking lot draft or you know or like backyard draft you know we can probably come to my place my backyard it's pretty big open there's the lake we can hang out someone better bring coconut crusted cream pie as i requested and then um yeah and then you know if it rains god forbid we'll do the parking lot draft i'll see you guys all in my car inside the parking lot Maybe the windows will be down with my umbrella out and I'll be talking crap while you guys make awful draft decisions. Okay. Well, anyway, talk to you guys on Sunday. Uh, good luck, everybody. And I've been chilling, watching the ocean with you. Baby up with a slow motion crew. And we up in the clouds when people change, but not us. And we just chilling, kicking it, kissed by the sun. Could be soaked to the skin in the mall soon. I know she got the good vibes when.